Ben Jawalski, what's going on? Another day, another podcast. Ready to rock. Welcome back from Wadapalooza. Thank you. I uh, I think this was my favorite Wadapalooza yet because, because I didn't force myself to actually work. Like I didn't force myself to do like seminars and and appearances and guest things and collaborations. I was just like, I'm just going to show up and have a good time. And it was great. I had a great time. I'm with you on that. I did the same thing. And, uh, you know, other than I, you know, we did the gauntlet. Um, but other than that, like that was literally the only thing I had planned. We had a couple of podcasts that Nikki and I did and they were yeah. a little key early in the morning. So once they were done, you know, we could go on and do other things. And, uh, God, I had a great time, dude. Although I came back, I'm not exaggerating. Like I had taken Tuesday off because uh, I'm a pro and I knew I'd be tired. So I just wasn't going to go straight back to work. Yeah. And uh, I had every intention, all good intentions, getting up in the morning and have a healthy breakfast. I was going to be at the gym at noon, get my life back together. I got up, got on the couch, ate my breakfast, had some coffee. Messaged my coach at about 930. I'm like, yeah, I'm not making noon. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I love and, that you three hours in advance. You're like, yep, it ain't happening today. Yeah, it was not happening. I mean, I'd only been up for an hour, but I knew like I was done. Like my body was just toast. Yeah. And uh, I ended up going, I went ended up going to the gym at like, I don't know, 4, 4.30. Maybe it was late in the afternoon, 4.15. Hey, you still got it in. That's good. I still got it in, but man, it was like, it took everything Every ounce of willpower I had to go get in the car, I was so exhausted. I'm not sure I'm, I'm not sure I'm uh, better yet. Like that my body's like fully gotten back in the swing of being in my normal life. Dude, why, why were you so banged up? Was it um, gauntlet based or was it, was it alcohol based? Was it? (laughs) Yes. Yes. To the latter. I, uh, no, well, I mean, look, I can't party like you young guys. I, uh, the gauntlet was fine. We'll talk. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that, but, um, I was fine by the day after. So like the next day I was sore, but I wasn't wrecked. I was just sore, yeah. uh, you know, kind of normal sore. And then the following day I was totally fine. My problem was, um, I'd go hang out with my coaches. We'd have a few drinks and we'd go somewhere. And then I'd, I'd end up back at the hotel at like 10 and I, you know, I was in the intercontinental, which is the busy hotel at the big hotel bar. And inevitably somebody would be like, Hey, you the meme guy? Let me buy you a drink. Next yeah. thing you know, I'm drinking at like two in the morning. And that, that's the place right next to the right next to the venue, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And dude, it was you know, so like every night, I'm up or out till one or two in the morning. Nice. That and I'm too old sweet. for that shit. I can't do it anymore. I am far too old. Yeah, I think I had a I had one night that was three a.m. I had another night that was, this was an early night. It was about 1 a.m. And then the final night was about 4.30 a.m. So, um, was that the, the night of the after party? Yes. It, it's been it's been a bit of a struggle. Um, and I'd say I'm finally starting to potentially almost feel normal um, yesterday. Worst after party ever, by the way. Uh, um, yeah, we bounced. We bounced immediately. It was... Uh, I was a little disappointed in, in how small the venue was and how many people were there. Dude, um, that venue was like the size of this guitar room I'm in right now. It was ridiculous. It was kind of crazy. I guess like, I don't know, like in years past, I feel like it was in a similar location, but just not as many people maybe like knew about the after party or were invited or something like that. But this year it was like, I mean, it, it wasn't even standing room only. It was 
it was your squished like sardines room only. Uh, so yeah, we bounced and went a couple other places and had a great time that night, but it was, it was a bummer too. Cause the after party is the one place I can count on running into people I don't run into during the event. And like I did, like I was there five minutes and I ran into the woman's in charge of partnerships at CrossFit and I ran into uh, Allison Scuggs and, mm. you know, and you know, a few athletes I haven't seen in a while, Jay Crouch and, some people I didn't get to see over during the week and that I wanted to chat with, you know, and I w- was going to go to the bar and it was so crowded. You couldn't move. I mean, it was like the dad in me is like, what happens if this place catches on fire and all these kids have to get out? You know, it's like, I'm leaving. Yeah, definitely a fire. Well, they actually, they stopped letting people in. Did right? they? they got so crowded. They just stopped letting people in. Um, but yeah, I bounced. I was, I've never bounced so quickly from an after party, but you know, we, we found a good times. Yeah. Well, I thought um, I thought Wadapalooza itself was great, like kind of end to end, like the, the events were good. The the venue was nice, like it was busy and crowded and, you know, it's kind of the usual complaints. You can't get in to all the events unless you wait in line for an hour or whatever. But yeah, uh, I wish I wish they uh, the stadiums or the staging was a little bit bigger. Um, but yeah, very high energy, good people. Um, it was really interesting this year how they split up the individual and team competition so that like you, you basically could watch elite athletes from Thursday all the way through Sunday when usually in the past it's kind of been like I don't know it's like their individuals and teams are kind of stacked on top of each other so it was cool that they, they sort of spread the love in terms of uh, you know see the best of the best compete you could come on any day and see that happen but uh, yeah very crowded and very high energy and very exhausting, but, uh, a lot less rain this year. So that was nice. Um, but we didn't get to do our, our, you know, our morning bad bitch brunch or whatever we did. Uh, um, what was that place? Bacon bitch. That's what that I'll, place was I'll called. Have to have a rain check on that one. But the, the, I have to say, I think the kettlebells and cocktail party was one of my highlights. I think that was outstanding. The Saturday night kettlebells and cocktail party. The only thing that I've complained to Dave Kalina, uh, O2 owner about, is that the O2 was caffeinated. <laughs> I didn't right. realize that. I drank like four of them, and then I looked down at the label. I'm like, oh, no. You're like, oh, I'm going to be up all night now. Yeah. That's all right. You're going to be up anyway. What do you care? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. No, it was nice of him to – he sent a bunch of cases. Uh, for those that don't know, like we threw this party, and we brought in a bunch of champagne, and O2 was like, hey, we want to be there. Can we make mimosas? Because they like to make mimosas out of their orange – uh recovery water it's really tasty by the way like really good but to your point it's caffeinated so it's like it's it's kind of a dangerous little concoction you know mixing alcohol particularly champagne with a caffeinated drink it's like red bull and vodka like it'll just screw you up quick if you're not careful yeah and red bull has like 45 milligrams of caffeine this was 100 (laughs) milligrams per can Woo! yikes that was uh wait is that true red bull only has 45 yeah red bull's pretty light um, I mean, I, that's off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it's only like 45 or maybe, maybe it's 85, but it's, it's I don't think it's more than a hundred. How can it give you wings with so few, so ah, few? Now I'm going to Google it. Well, in any event, the party was fun. It was a good time. Lots of drinks. Big shout out to Jessica and downtown strength and conditioning. Cause that was a big, big fun party. And I think we need to, you know, you, me and Nikki need to go together and do this kind of party at the games. In I'm in. Also, I lied. Red Bull is 111 milligrams of caffeine. So, okay. Um, I mean, that means they're about even, though. I'm su- I'm surprised that I figured Red Bull would be like 200. You know. Yeah. 
I'm I'm down. I think doing something like this with the games would be great. I uh, love that there was a DJ. And honestly, like I think it could have turned into the party spot if the DJ the DJ mixed up the tunes a little bit. You know, he like played some like party music and we we're gonna start dancing and then like right. out of nowhere some random like just totally random song where she's like, Why are we playing this? But uh, as long as I get to choose the DJ, then, then it was fun though. I got to do all my uh, basic white dead dance moves. I got to do the one finger point <laughs> and I got to do the baby cabbage patch <laughs> for those that are watching this video. It's, it's smooth. I, I did the, the, uh, the picture booth was the, was the, the real highlight. And the, oh, yeah. the, the unfortunate thing is that the picture booth pictures were shared with everyone. Oh, now I did not, I did not know that. Yeah. So if you have the link to the picture booth, you have all of the pictures, <laughs> including the one where everyone. you have your hands on your pants. That's Which good means know. everyone gets all of my pictures. And, and the, basically like, let's just say we were the last group of pictures, my, my group and I, and it's very clear that we were the most intoxicated people mm. using this particular photo booth. And yeah, um, I'm just for anyone else who out, who got the link to their photos, uh, you can see everything. Were you there early enough to meet Danny? Uh, I was, but I didn't, I didn't meet her. She was, you know, obviously there's lots of people talking to her. I wanted to talk to her about pickleball, but oh well, next time. I feel bad. I wish I'd introduce you. I, but to your point, dude, I was walking her around that event and like, I'd get like two steps and somebody else would step in and two more steps, somebody else would step in. Yeah, I mean, exactly. as you would expect, everybody wanted a minute of her time. It yeah. Cool. Yeah. She Seemed like she was being really nice to everybody, and and everybody there was just yeah, it was great vibe, good energy. I think that was my favorite favorite part of the weekend, man. You did good. Hmm, thanks. Actually, that's all, Jessica. And actually, yeah, yeah Jessica from from DTSMA yeah. or SMIA. <laughs> Downtown strength and conditioning. Don't give me credit. Jess handled that from end to end. I I need to send her some flowers, dude. Like she killed that. She crushed it, and it was uh, it was super fun. So I want to hear about your golf. We never uh, got a really got to catch up, other than me making fun of you a few times. I feel bad about that. I really wanted to hear about your gauntlet experience. We never really talked about it. Yeah, I mean, because you're, I mean, to be fair, like your division is far different uh, than the scale division I was in. How was yours from end to end? How did it feel? How did you feel? You did? You feel good? Bad? I mean, I, I loved it. I had a great time. I wasn't nervous at all because I didn't put too much weight into it. But um, I was really excited, uh, kind of like that opening, basically the, the opening workout was a three rep max front squat from the ground. So you basically do a clean and then two more front squats on top of it. And uh, I kind of had like a stretch goal. And I was like, ah, you know, like I'm going to try to get 300. Like that'd be good for me. 300 was easy. It was so easy. I like smoked it and I got done and I was just like, Oh man, like I should have done way more, but they were using shorty bars and I physically could not fit any more weight on the bar with the way that I had loaded it. Cause I used, right. you know, like I loaded it like two fifty five, and then I like stacked a couple more plates on it. But like, I would have had to completely unload it and reload it if I wanted to get to three fifteen, which would have been my next uh, target. But yeah, 300 was so easy for me. And I was like, shoot. Do you, do you think um, it was because it was a shorty bar and you had like the tighter grip? on the you know the the smaller diameter of the bar no. or what, so what shorty bars actually have less whip so they're they're harder to lift um hmm. whether it's a snatch or clean um no it was just because i'm i don't know i've been i've been training pretty hard like i'm pretty strong lately and uh and also the crowd like for instance i never use a belt yeah. ever um and then for 
in an event like this would be like the only the only time i use a belt like a one rep max so right. like uh you you let me borrow your belt yeah so you wore was, my belt i was so proud i strapped on the belt for like the, the 300 and i don't even not that i needed it but it just like when you only use it for like one rm lifts it kind of gives you like superpowers right um so man i i mean i smoked it and i was like uh-oh that was a bummer because i like even i dropped the bar and the plates fell off of it because <laughs> right. it was so like i couldn't even right. fit anymore i like barely got the clip on because you had to clip it um, so that was like awesome, but also frustrating because obviously I wanted more. I wanted to, you know, hit 315 or 325 or something like that. Um, and then I actually like I sm- the next workout was like really light. Um, you know, it was a, the the uh, very light hang power snatches and overhead squats with the drag rope. Right. I had never used a drag rope until like the day before or something like that, or two days before. I smoked that workout. Like I got like I got scored really well in that workout, and I. And not necessarily that was very much an engine workout. With Which all the, round did you finish? <sighs> did you finish around 18? Yeah, I wanna I wanna say I finished 18. Um finished 18, got in kind of into the round of 21, pretty deep, I think. Mm, so you barely um, beat me in that one. Okay. We can um, on that. We'll have to look it up. We'll have to look it up. Um <laughs> I finished around 18. I didn't uh, I did not get anything into the round of 21. I don't know. We will have to look it up. I got a uh, two hundred something was my score that's nine minute amrap that's a lot of reps and really but, uh, nine minutes it felt really good on that one mm-hmm. and then uh dude the t-ball cleans were terrible um i don't know if i was just usually later in the day i'm pretty poorly hydrated just as a general rule like just i don't do a good job of hydrating necessarily that third workout was 21 15 9 6 3 d-ball cleans and burpees over a hurdle you had a hundred pound d-ball is that right yeah, hundred pound d-ball and the hurdle was like i don't know the hurdle was I think like 24 inches. Yeah, you had the 24 inch hurdle because I had the 18 inch hurdle. And dude, that, that D ball, like my low back, um, I actually, it was cramping in the middle of the workout. Like I was, as you can see on video, I'm just like punching my lower back, like stop it. <laughs> um, so that, that one really, that one kind of did me in. Um, what was your time on that one? Do you remember? I have no idea. I mean, I feel like it barely finished the damn thing. I don't know. It was, I was slow. Um, and also frustrated me because, I was like pacing off the guy next to me. I was like, all right, I'm just going to try to beat this guy next to me. Right. And then out of nowhere, he like finishes. And I turned to my judge. And I'm like, how is he done? And she's like, <laughs> I don't know. And I'm just like, I want to turn him to his judge and be like, how is he done? Like, we're literally going rep for rep. And I'm on the round of like six and he's done. Like I had just started the round of six and his judge is like, all right, you're done. So it's like, I, I don't think he finished the workout. Anyway, I was just, I was so confused um but uh ultimately i just i got my butt kicked by the deep ball and then right into the row like i was like in that rest period between the deep ball and the row i was like four it was like four minutes right it felt like forever but it also felt like just a millisecond it was weird yeah i mean it was like it's supposed to be a long rest but all i was doing was just bending over sitting down trying to like stretch out that lower back because it was it was cramping it wasn't just like that low back burn, it was like actually like cramping, cramping. Right. And I'm just like, don't, you know, you know, suck it up. Just kept punching my lower back, like suck it up, suck it up. And then uh, the row, man, that assault row was so smooth. That was my first time ever using that thing. That thing is butter. Yeah. So smooth. Um, so that felt really good. Um, maybe it felt a, a little weird getting used to, but I kind of loosened up a little bit on that one and like forced myself not to, like I didn't want to push it too hard because I was like, Hey, I'm either going to be like 
okay to do the last workout or I'm going to be trashed. And I felt like I was okay. Did the first round of the final workout, which was, you know, 11 dumbbell bench. Hey, hold on. We didn't finish talking about the row. Oh what, yeah. Of course. What was this your time? What this was your is time? your time. I don't remember what my time was, but oh, I remember. You remember your time? No, I really don't. I remember, I remember not being as fast as you. You beat mm. me by four seconds. Oh my God, John, you're so fit. Thank you. I, I look up to you as Thank a you. father figure and a role model. And I really wish I was as fit as you. Thank you. That that feels good, Ben. Coming from you, that feels really good. All right. Well, what did you get on the road? road? What did you get on the road? <laughs> I got three forty-five, and that was a thousand meters on the assault rower. Yeah, it was slower. Like to your point, it was really smooth, but it was slower than a C two, quite For a sure. bit slower. I mean yeah. that that would be easily twenty to thirty seconds behind like a normal a normal C two row. Yeah. It's all leg drive, all of it. There's no gaming it. To your point, yeah. it was smooth, but you just got to pull. Just butter. I, I really liked it. Like I went in the middle of that that row. I was like, "This is a really nice rope. Like this is so much smooth. Like it just felt so much better put together than the concept too that I've used for you know over a decade now." Um, but yeah, I got. I guess I got. You said what'd you get? Three what? Three forty five. Okay, and then I so that means I got three forty nine. Four seconds. Um. I think, uh, would you say we're going to have to have a row off? We are. We're going to do, I, I talked to uh, Tracy, the owner of Assault, and we're going to do a rematch at the games at the Assault booth. I can't wait. You yeah, and me. I'm going to vomit. I'm going to puke everywhere. Hey, you know, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I don't, this is going to be terrible. I mean, it's like, it's one thing to like throw in a, a thousand meter row, like amongst everything else, but to go from like, all right, this is it. You either do or you die. It's like, I'll die. I will literally try to die before right. I lose to you. Well, we'll see. We, we shall see. And then tell me about the fifth workout. The fifth workout was hard. Yeah. So, so interestingly enough, like looking at at everything, I was like, my best scores are going to be workout one and the final workout. Because the final workout's all about gymnastics, right? Because the final workout is some, what is it, 12 minute AMRAP or something like that? Yeah, 12 uh, minutes. It was 10 dumbbell, um, 11 press. dumbbell French press two rope climbs and then you do 33 pull-ups and the second round you do it all again you do 22 chest to bar and then the third round you do it all again you do 11 muscle-ups yep so i was like that workout's all about gymnastics right I, i'm yep. so good at rope climbs and um always two pulls two pulls to finish every time you know yep. um and I love gymnastics, like chest to bar pull-ups i mean butterfly easy chest to bar no problem bar muscle-ups all day long baby what I overlooked was the dumbbell bench. And I did that. I don't know why I did that on Tuesday before the gauntlet. So the gauntlet was on Thursday on Tuesday before the gauntlet was the first time I had benched in probably like two years. And I crushed it. I uh, worked out at CrossFit Coda, which is a gym right. here that has a competition class. And I like, like I, I was doing tempo bench at like 255 and like felt super strong like i really impressed myself and then of course like i pick up those dumbbells i hit the first set unbroken like an idiot what was the weight on your it was 80 pounds each so 160 Ugh. pounds um a very unstable and the first rep didn't count which was super that was like just super annoying yeah you have to start at the top like, yeah, yeah you have right. to start at the top so like you get it all the way locked out which is essentially a full rep because you're starting from your chest and then and then you have to start from the top yeah. anyway so I do that first round unbroken and I'm like way out in front and I'm kind of like pacing myself. I'm like, all right, I'll, like, I'll take it easy on the gymnastics way out in front, get to the dumbbells again, can hardly move them. And like, 
even in that first set, I was just like, as soon as I do my like, like second or third rep, I'm like, why in the world did I do tempo bench press on Tuesday before? Like, I am such an idiot because this was like my workout. This was my chance to shine as long as the dumbbells didn't trip me up and they destroyed me. I think I got my worst score on that. I just, I couldn't move them. Did you get into the muscle ups? No, I didn't. I didn't finish. I, I failed the last like three attempts of the dumbbell. I just hit failure. Couldn't even move it. And it was very, very sad. Very depressing. Wow. Hum- humbling. We'll call it humbling. Well, you, yeah. And, and you finish in the ideal spot for me to make fun of people because you finished behind Tommy Marquez, but ahead of Hiller. Yeah. 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 I so got it. Kind, of, kind of perfect for me. I get to make fun of everybody. I was one place behind Tommy Marquez. Uh, and I will say, I will say the gauntlet was, was a tall person programmed uh, workout with the row and the, um, the hurdle jump over. Hold on. And I'm, I'm having trouble with my system here. I'm not, I can't really hear you over the excuse. And the rope <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. But, just uh, over yeah. the excuses. It's hard to hear you. Okay. Go ahead. Tommy, yeah. Nobody cares to work harder. You're right. Uh, but, but Tommy, <laughs> Tommy beat me by, you know, I mean, just like a couple points and then I beat Hiller by a couple points. So it was kind of cool to see like these three, you know, washed up influencers finishing, you know, what was it, like 11, 12, 13th or, well, let's be fair to all of them. I'll be fair to everyone. Tommy was the most important. No offense to you or Hiller. Tommy was the most impressive because that dude was on a plane for like four days trying to get down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying his ass off to get down to Miami. And so he had been traveling. Like he literally came from the airport to the gauntlet. Yeah, it's awesome. And and jumped in. And and to your point, like he destroyed the row. I think his row was like three minutes flat or something stupid, like 315. It was like yeah. so fast. Yeah. And, you know, he's like 12 feet tall. So that helps. <laughs> And in Hiller's defense, they had Hiller on a women on a woman's bar. So yeah. not only did he have the shorty bar, but he had the lighter weight. So he really couldn't get weight on. So his was and, his bar was twenty five pounds. Yeah, and so like yeah. you know, so where you couldn't get three hundred, you know, three hundred fifteen on, he really couldn't. And Dang. he's a he's a heavy lifter, so it cost him. Yeah, you know, he, ma- he probably maxed out what he could put on the bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, when you watch the video, like his plates are falling off like yours were. You know? Yeah, so it's you know kind of unfortunate because you you don't really find out exactly how he would have placed. But yeah, it's a bummer because um, uh, what was it Eric Carmody Carmody or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, he was able to lift three fifty five wow. for his triple, and I'm just like, I mean, one that's swole like that's awesome um that's more than i've ever threw at max or three rep front squatted uh but i'm like how the heck did you get 355 on the bar like i don't even think it's physically possible i have no idea how he did he like stole reds from someone else or something i couldn't i couldn't figure it out but uh overall it it was a really fun time got it over with and then of course my uh my head of marketing charlie um who flew over from the uk to be there and we convinced her to do the gauntlet absolutely destroyed it and got second place uh in the gauntlet and then in the finals she uh stayed in second she got second on that day as well so i'm so proud of her and she got second not only is charlie just sweet as pie she's like the nicest woman she's awesome um you're right dude she is so fit like i went i came and watched the finals and you know the final workout in the finals was the hardest bullshit i've ever heard it was 40 30 20 10 of wall balls and toes to bar. And every four minutes you had to do 21 or 15 calories on the echo bike. It's just miserable. Yeah. I think if I remember right, I think it was a 16 minute AMRAP. Wow. So, so yeah. it was relatively short and she finished that thing. Like, it's just insane. A hundred. Well, the, the, the most amazing part was her, 
um, like on the gauntlet day, I think her three rep max front squat was like, I don't know, like 255 or something it like that. It was heavier than mine. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Like, she, a and lot she like, she like left a bunch in the tank too. And I'm just yeah. like, oh my gosh, Charlie, you're so fit. Uh, she's amazing. So that was, that was really, I was really glad I got to watch her um, in the finals. Here's the problem though. In the finals, I'm walking in. Okay. Let's say the previous, <laughs> the previous night was a, was a night of shenanigans. You're walking in still drunk. Let's just admit it. Yes. Yeah. Some could say that. And I'm, I'm walking good. In. It's like, it's 8.30 a.m. or something like that. The gauntlet starts at nine, or maybe it was even one hour early, whatever. It's like 30 minutes or 20 minutes before the gauntlet starts. I'm struggling. I'm walking in, and who calls me? Charlie. She's like, Ben, you're up. You're in the you're in the final. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, they literally just called your name. They're looking for you. You made the finals. And I'm like, what? Because only the top 10 were supposed to make the finals. I got like 13th or 12th or something like that. And I got no phone calls, no emails, no nothing. I didn't like on the leaderboard. It didn't say I made the finals. And out of nowhere, somehow they're like, hey, you're in the finals. So um, I definitely did not speed up my walking. In fact, I slowed down to ensure that I didn't make it to the venue in time. But what's cool is I still got free shoes. Nice. Well, I finished 11th and no one bailed in the top 10. So I didn't get free shoes and certainly didn't get an opportunity to compete. And I'm not sad about it. That would, yeah, the last workout, like, it'd be one thing if it was, like, some heavy lifting, like, some gymnastics. I might have been like, all right, let's rally. But the, the final workout started with a 1.5-mile assault runner run. Immediately, I'm out. Right. <laughs> I was not – I would have just been puking. It would have been bad. It would have been an embarrassment for Watt Prep. So, I watched on the side. Well, the Watt Prep team represented well. You did well in the gauntlet. Charlie finished second. Uh, Savannah in the Olympic lifting competition won her event. Yep. Or won her division. We crushed it. And she was just such, she was the consummate, it was a consummate professional. Like they're up there, like calling everyone's name out. And you can tell that Savannah had been there before. Like she's yeah. done worlds. She knows how to do this. It was, it was awesome to watch. Yeah, it was good. You guys really represented well. It was impressive. Yeah. I'm very, very proud of my team. I'm uh, I'm a very lucky guy to have such awesome, strong, talented individuals on the team. And honestly, um, Wad Prep is, there is a, a very stressful thing that I learned this weekend is Watt Prep has turned into a cat company. And what? Yeah. So oh, everybody Savannah, has cats. Yeah. Savannah told me that. I'm like, no, that can't be true. I wouldn't hire cat people. Sure enough. Charlie cat, Savannah cat, Chris cat. Who else? Other people on our team. I don't even remember who cats, cats me, everywhere. Me cats. You have a cat. And I was just like, this is not good. Maybe so, you need to get a cat. Freaking cats. Maybe you do. Well, Brent has a cat. Jeez, so many freaking cats. Anyway, so that was a that was a hard pill to swallow, but uh, I was able to overcome it, and I still love my team. So. Well, I thought it was a good week. I thought the gauntlet was fun. I'm uh, pretty happy to get my four second victory over you in the row. I'll give you a rematch though, because I'm fair and generous, dude. Like, yeah, we'll hey, do that. I'll take it. I'll take it. I uh, I felt really good about that row. I got to be honest, like, dude, I was dying. Like, you know, I don't want to make it sound like I had this monster advantage on you because that third workout that destroyed you destroyed me as well. Oh, I could see you die. I watched you die in the D-ball clean hurdle workout. Yeah, I love you just kept, kept looking up at us and shaking your head, and I was like, oh, man. he's Dude, a, I had a moment. That thing. Game now. That's the, of, of those five workouts, that's the only one I had tested. Now, I've done a 1,000-meter row before, but never on an assault. So I had an idea what that was going to be like. I didn't need to test it. But 
I did test the 2115963 D ball and hurdle and I felt prepared. And when I tested it, I was four minutes faster than I did it in competition. It was yeah. so hot. Yeah. <laughs> so hot. I was right in the heat of the day. It was, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon, direct sunlight. I know it's a shocking, but as, as tan as I look, Ben, guys like me just don't do well in the sun. <laughs> and uh, it was beating me down. Yeah. And, and to your point, like it's tough on the low back. The guy next to me is moving faster than me. So that's depressing. Like it was just, God, it was so tough. Yeah, it was a, it was a tough workout. I, I do. I like the programming. Um, I like the, the dumbbell bench was a big, uh, big wrench. How'd you do on the bench? Did you handle it? I was fine. I mean, there were 50 pound dumbbells in my division. You know, I went in, I had a strategy for each of the workouts. And in that one, my thought was because I was in the scale division, I, and I had watched a couple of heats. I'm like, all right, in the first heat, literally no one got a muscle up. So I'm like, this isn't about getting a ton of muscle ups. It's about getting a muscle up. Right. You know, so I paced the hell out of it. I mean, you know, and on the bench, it's funny watching back the video. Someone sent me some videos. And at one point, like my arms are given like one of the looks like I've got Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. My arms are just shaking. and I'm not making fun of people with that disease. It's just like that's what it looked like because they were heavy. Yeah. Um, Particularly by the time you got to round three. And to your point, you got to start at the top. So it's really 12 reps, not 11, you know, and I, I don't have a good bench like you. Like you can do tempo bench. I can't. Even I, I do not have a good bench anymore or ever based on the, the results. <laughs> well, for whatever reason, I got through those fine. Yeah. Um, and the gymnastics were fine. But, man, I was taking huge breaks because I knew I just had to get to the muscle ups. And I did. I got muscle ups and I got one and I failed the second one. And all I needed was one because it gave me a 10th place finish. I love it. That's awesome. Great work. Great yeah, work. It was all I needed. So, so I've, yeah, I feel good about everything. I'm not sure I'll ever do it again, but we'll see. No, you're not going to do it next year. Come on, man. I don't know. You know, it's weird. I, I actually had a question for you out of all of this. Um, you know, doing that competition, you know, it's well put on. You got judges everywhere. It feels the I felt like the programming was really safe. You know, you know what I mean? Like there were no real heavy overhead stuff. There wasn't anything that felt particularly dangerous with plenty of room. Even the front squat, because you had the shorty bars, there's only so much weight you can lift. So, you know, it it seemed pretty together. We ran a local comp this weekend and there were moments I'm like, you know, I love local comps. Like I love the community and watching people like really push themselves to do more. But then there's also those moments I'm like, Oh, that dude's about to get hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? How do you feel about local comps? Do they, do you like them? Not like them? I, have I love, I'm like, I love mm. local competitions. I used to be a, a local competition, uh, fiend we'll call it where i, I mean i was you just I go around and win all the local comps and, yeah i did and you, uh in I'm maryland uh, whether it was team or individual um and i had a blast i mean i really enjoyed them it gave me i think like it gave me a lot of reps under under the you know i guess like there's it's hard to simulate working out like with eyes on you and with like right. you know um under the lights so to speak or with a crowd and competitions kind of give you that. And I have always, ever since I was really young playing basketball, the bigger the crowd, the, the higher I would rise to like, you know, the expectations of the crowd and, and I'd perform better. So for me, local competitions are a blast because it always like squeezes a little bit extra out of me that I don't get in training. And then uh, 
it also, I, I like the idea that it, I mean, it's great for camaraderie. It gives people a reason to train, right? Like, I mean, I've been training pretty consistently and a decent part of that was like, ah, oh, man, I got to at least, you know, know how to do some of these movements for the gauntlet that I haven't tried in forever. Right. Um, so it gives, it gave me a reason to train. And I think for, for a lot of people, it gives them a reason to train. So I love local competitions. I will admit, yeah, some, some programming, some, some, um, workouts opened the door for some pretty bad things to happen, whether that's like doing overhead lifts in a really confined space with like a whole bunch of people around you or, right. um, or like having the crowd push you far beyond your, your actual abilities that I see that all the time. We're like, just lift it. You got it. Like, and it's like all, all sort of form or, or, um, I don't know. Yeah. All form or health concerns go out the window, but I'd say the, the pros outweigh the cons. I, I, I do believe. So here's the question that came from, for me, I was watching this, these events go down and it was a good day. You know, certainly not complaining about the event. We had like 70 teams in this thing, dude. It was huge. It was a huge event. And there were several teams, though, where a lot of these athletes, you could tell, like I'm using, I'm not, I'm going to be a little rude. Like I'm using the term athlete very loosely. Right? <laughs> I would probably throw myself into that, into that uh, category. But yeah. like I'm watching it going, all right, like I'm trying to determine like at what point should you not be competing or should everyone push themselves to compete yeah that's a great question um i think much like other sports crossfit has uh an ability to facilitate competition no matter no matter your ability level right so like you and i can go play pickup basketball and even though you know, even though I'm only one notch down from the NBA and you're, you know, a bunch right. of notches down yes. from the NBA, um, we can go play pickup basketball and compete and have a good time and probably, re- and you know, compete in local <laughs> local events and local tournaments and stuff like that. CrossFit is a sport. Like when, when we talk about these local competitions, it's very much, it is a sport. It is no longer um, a a a workout routine that's going to make us more fit and healthy for the rest of our lives. Obviously that's a byproduct and that's what the core of CrossFit is. But at the same time, as soon as we start doing these competitions, it's very much a sport. And with, with sport comes injuries and comes taking risks, just like, you know, local flag football tournaments, you're going to have old out of shape people tearing their hamstrings because they haven't sprinted in a while or, or they zig when they should have zagged. The same thing is going to happen with CrossFit when, when it's, you know, viewed through the lens of a sport, but that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that like people are willingly saying, Hey, you know what? I'm going to take this risk. I'm going to, I'm going to compete in this sport that also happens to be the way that I stay, you know, healthy and in shape. And we're going to see how it goes. So I think you just have to look at it through the lens of like, Hey, these competitions, this is very much, this is a sporting event. This is no longer like, Oh, CrossFit's so healthy, right? It, it, it does change from one to the other. No, I like that. I, you know, that was kind of my feeling when I like watching, I'm like, you know, I feel like I train every day. Like I, I rarely compete in the gym. Rarely. Now, sometimes I do. I can't help mm-hmm. myself. I had a moment in the gym last week where some kid was beating me. He was a kid. He's like, you know, early twenties and he was a full round ahead of me. And I knew I could probably catch him if I paced it right. And so I started competing. He didn't know we were competing, but we were, 
<laughs> and then I beat him. And so I made sure to fist bump him just so to go, Oh, you beat me. I'm like, Oh, I didn't notice. What? what? <laughs> Swear to God. This is a true story. Oh my God, my coach know. watched it happen too. She was laughing her ass off because she knew that's what I was doing. She could tell, tell I was pacing this workout just to catch this kid. That's so funny. <laughs> it was really funny. So sometimes you do it, but for the most part, like day to day is just training, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was watching these athletes and I was like trying to wrap my mind around like, at what point should you be, you know, putting yourself out there. And I kind of resolved myself to think it's cooler to think you've got the guts to put yourself out there, even if you're not completely ready, than to sit on the sidelines your whole life. Absolutely. And not know, you know? Absolutely. I think a lot of people get exposed to a new level of, a new level of drive and like energy that they never knew was inside of them and kind yeah. of competitive nature. Uh, and that's why I like the open so much is like, it, it gives you a taste of that competition amongst your peers, maybe not at, on as big of a stage as like a local competition where, you know, a bunch of strangers are watching you work out, but you kind of, you get to taste that competition and, right. and that extra, you know, five to 10% that you don't usually feel at, uh, you know, at your normal CrossFit class. Right. I think that's what makes the open pretty special for a lot of people. Dude, I'm excited about the open. I'm going to, I'm doing a custom leaderboard, make watch great again, all one word. And I'm going to give away prizes this year. Nice. Very fancy prizes to winner to weekly winners, which I think will be fun, but I'm excited about the open. I, you know, for that same reason, I like seeing, I like seeing people get engaged in their local communities and pushing themselves and trying something they've never tried and, and having to deal with, like, you know, I always joke that it's the anxiety of the open, but it isn't the anxiety. It's dealing with the unknown. Like all of a sudden someone goes, okay, you have to go do this now. You have four right. days. Right. And you got to figure it out. Yep. You know, and you got to figure out the best way to do it to get your best time or your best effort. And I think there's something about that problem solving that comes into it and, and the test of actually, do you have the capacity and the, the skill to get mm -hmm. it done? That's uh, just incredibly cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's a really fun time of year and it's, it's a, it's a great test. Just like you said, it's a great time to test your fitness because they do a pretty good job of yep. covering a decent amount of the spectrum of, of what are you capable of? You know, we know there's going to be something that's pretty heavy. Uh, we know there's going to be gymnastic skills. We know that there's going to be something that's very engine focused. So you, you get to finally see where you stack up and yeah, I love it on all accounts. If the open has a thousand meter row as a competition, we're not going head to head. That's in August at the games. We're sure, showing it out there okay. now. Whatever your okay. score is, it doesn't count. Are we, we, uh, we going to be testing for, for PEDs or is this going to be a – okay, am I, am I allowed to like start juicing and stuff to prepare for this? Well, I can tell you what would show up on my blood test. It's or probably, probably going to be a lot of tequila and, <laughs> tequila and maybe some bourbon uh, and tonight wine, but – and then a bunch of thorn supplements, creatine. That's going to be about <laughs> it. vitamin D, vitamin C. I'm ex I'm excited. It'll be a good time. I mean, I I, I mean, I'm probably going to die trying to beat you because you're. I know, I know you're going to be a force to be reckoned with on the thousand meter row. But you know, the funny thing about a thousand meter row like that that'll be um, fun for us to do head to head like that though is that there. You know, if you're a great rower and even just kind of an average rower, the t like four seconds is a is pretty normal like for people to be that close whether you're above average or average like you don't normally see like huge gaps in rowing yeah you know so but it's not to say you're not going to come out there and just blow my doors off either that's possible um, I, i'm gonna try i mean i'll literally especially mainly just, like if if no one was watching i probably wouldn't care 
but but just the fact that everyone's going to be watching and you're going to talk a lot of talk a lot of smack and and you're probably going to be better at me than rowing but i'm gonna i'm gonna try to i will i might die and we should do for charity ass. we should do something for charity with this yeah i'm down what do you think all right i'll put some thought into that all right hey, i have a video for you to watch um i um a listener sent a video into our Instagram page, which Ooh. you don't have access to. And all she said was, help me. <laughs> that was it. This is what, No one slides into my DMs, John, because you, you don't. Well, she slid into mine or slid into the scaling bell DMs. And all it said was, help me. And it's a video of a, of a muscle up. And I watched it and I gave her advice. And I'm dying to hear what your advice is to see if I had the same advice. You may need me to play it a couple of times. All right. I'm going I'm to bring it in so you can see it. I like this. We should do more of this. Here we go. You want it again? Nope. Um, you sure? One more time. Watch it. We'll just can you pause time. it? Can you pause it right when she goes, um, when she uh, tries to transition? I don't know. Maybe. Hold on. I can probably do it in slow-mo. You want it slow-mo? Here we go. Yep. Slow-mo right here. All right. So she's, there she is, kicking out, hands on the rings. Good kip. Nice big arch. Nice big arch. Hips. Look at those hips. That's good, right? Hips look good. Yep. Uh, um right there all right and so there's where she fails the muscle up i know people listening are like what the hell willie's playing videos on an audio podcast so you got to go watch this yep so the what's happening with this athlete is she's she's focusing primarily on getting her hips to the rings someone's probably told her yep. like hey you want that muscle up you gotta get a big kip gotta get your hips to the rings the issue is she delays the transition of her trying to drive her head through and, and transition to the dip until she's almost done. She's like done all of her upward momentum. So she gets her hips all the way to the rings. And then right at the very, very apex, the top of that momentum, she tries to throw in this transition. You have to start transitioning on the way up. Um, it's very slight, but, but she needs to start looking for that transition and driving her head through earlier in this kip. Because what you'll notice is when she tries to do the transition, her feet are like way, way above her head. And she can't actually get her torso, her head and torso through the rings. And all of her weight stays behind the rings. So my cue for this athlete, one is we would drill a lot more on like low bands. Um, but two, for this athlete, I would say stop focusing on hips to rings. Throw that cue completely out the window because it's not serving you. Um, what I want her to do is to focus on driving the head through. Get a massive kip, big kip, and then focus on trying to break that sheet of glass. Imagine there's a sheet of glass right in front of those rings. I want her to drive her head through that sheet of glass in the transition. And what will happen is it will probably help her. She, you can tell like she probably is going to need a few reps, um, maybe have a spotter there as well. I definitely would have her uh, drilling a lot of like what I call like low banded transitions. Um, but once she has that, she'll be getting over those rings. No problem. Yep. Uh, I feel good. I think my tips were very similar. So, I, but you said it in a much more professional and, and coaching style way. Uh, my thing was like, see, I'm going to, I'm going to run through the video again. So I said the same thing. Her hips look great, but you can see right here. I told her she needs to do the strongest sit-up she's ever done in her life. So you're kind of, you know, pull your head through. I'm like, throw your head to your feet as hard as possible to get it through. I thought her bigger problem though, looking at it, she doesn't have a false grip. Yeah. I mean, that, that would help though. Definitely help. help oh, definitely. It would, it would give her more leverage to make that part easier, but mm -hmm. 
Yeah, a lot of people can't really – with the size of her kip, I mean, her kip is huge. A lot of people can't handle a false grip in that scenario. Right. Um, so the way that she's doing the muscle-up, just in this instance, I'm not necessarily going to be like, hey, you need a false grip. But to get her from zero to one, I like if I was working with her in person, we'd kind of go back to scratch. I'd get her with a, I'd get her a false grip and I'd have her actually kip way less because she probably has a lot. Like she looks like she has decent pulling strength. Yeah. The kip sure. and the swing is actually kind of throwing off her transition there. I would get her, get her in a false grip. And I actually have a video of this obviously on YouTube about first, if you type in first kipping ring muscle up, watt prep, it'll definitely pop up. I mean, yeah. percent chance. And I talk about how with the false grip, if you do like a little mini kip, that's actually, I think, the easiest way mm -hmm. to get your first uh, ring muscle up is with a false grip and a smaller kip rather than this massive gargantuan, super duper crazy kip that she had, but without a false grip. That's how I got my first one. You're smart, dude. Maybe. No, you are. So the, the Heather is her name. Heather, listen to Ben. Don't listen to me. Ben knows better than I do. It's probably a wide prep video. What's the wide prep video she's got to go watch? So she'll can You literally it. just just type in uh, first kipping ring muscle up. And if you throw in a wide prep there, I'm 100% guaranteed it'll show up. But um, because I literally have a video where I talk about this exact thing, like how to reduce the kip, add the false grip, and you combine like, you know, you combine the false grip with a little bit of a kip and she'll be over those rings in no time. Hmm. Um, and yeah, if I ever had a booth at the games or like if, if, any, if anyone ever let me like do office hours at their booth at the games, this would be really cool. I would literally just have a booth where I have who wants to learn their first ring muscle up, who wants to learn their first bar muscle up, who wants to get their first double under and just like say, what do you want to learn? First one for this, you know, oh, ring muscle ups. How many pull ups can you do? How many dips can you do? If they check the boxes, boom, I can get them a ring muscle up in like five minutes or less. Because that's I've like done it so many times where it's like if they have the prerequisites, I can get them over the bar or get them over the rings or get them that first double under. And that would just be a really cool boost to have. Well, I really like this. I appreciate Heather sending that to us. I wish more people would send us video. So anyone listening or watching, if you want to send us a video, we'll do this on the air. Like this is fun for me. Yeah, I love I love this is um actually one of the original product ideas for Watt Prep and what I used to do. Like the original Watford product was me doing that, just reviewing videos. Right. So, hey, someone's got in the comments that feet above the rings is a no rep. I don't think that's true. It's feet above the bar it is. is a no rep. It is a no rep on the bar, not on the rings. On the rings? Yep. Yep. Since when? I have forever. Well, maybe in competition, but this isn't a competition muscle up. This is a everyday muscle up. Yeah. Are you sure? Yep. I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy. Someone call Hiller. Get Hiller on the phone. Jesus Christ. He would know. <laughs> oh, well. I thought I was impressed she sent it. She looks strong. She looks strong enough to do it. So, oh, yeah. If she reduces the kip, it adds a false grip. Watch that video. She'll get it. No problem. All right. Well, shout out to listeners and followers. You guys want some free tips from Ben? Send us videos. We'll play them on the air. You got to be willing to let us play them on the air. And uh, Ben will critique the hell out of you. And I'll give my bad advice. And you can say, slide, slide into John's DMs. Into the scale and bail DMs. Don't send them to make watch great again. Send okay. them to the scale yeah. and bail. That way I can keep them separate because I get a lot of dumb shit in the make watch great again and it'll get lost in there. Yeah. I, I just strictly have gay dudes hitting on me. That's what my DMs are. They just. They you could like do worse. Yeah. yeah. You, could, you could do worse.
it could be worse. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that's that's this is the fact of the matter. It's what it is. It's been a long time since that used to happen to me all the time in the early days of the page. It doesn't happen anymore, and I'm not sure why. Huh. Well, I can't yeah. answer that. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I just have the it factor. What can I say? You do. You have just you have that 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 it factor. That must be it. That must be it. Well, I'm uh, I'm glad you're back and feeling better and uh, back amongst the living. Yep my my chemicals have rebalanced. I'm I'm ready to live a productive life, and I will not be drinking or partying. We're going out late, hopefully, ben, hopefully ben. in the next eight months. No one likes a quitter. No one likes a quitter. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm sure this weekend I'll go crazy. Yeah, you'll do something. Well, I will say, like, without kissing your ass too much, that uh, I thought it was a real testament to how good the wide prep team is, how well you all did, and, like, how what quality programming you guys do and coaching and how dedicated you are toward fitness and CrossFit and – and, you know, because it wasn't like you guys just went in and did one thing well, like you did the gauntlet well. And Charlie not only did the gauntlet well, but she made it to the finals. She was crushing the lifts, crushing yeah. cardio, like she crushed, kind of crushed every piece in front of her. Mm-hmm. And then Savannah crushes the Olympic lifting, like why prep represented, dude. It was impressive. Yeah, I, I'm very proud of them. And uh, I mean, I know if CJ was there, I'm sure he would have represented amazingly well as well because he's i mean he's super fit so I'm, I'm really proud of proud of the team i we have a good time and hopefully i can get everyone together for the games and maybe we'll i wish the games had some sort of like amateur like fun throwdown. um but maybe we'll just have to organize a pickleball tournament maybe we could organize a fun throwdown. that'd be fun that'd be cool i'd rather just organize the party i've gone with style drop-in day at a local gym i bet i bet one of the gyms would do that that'd be fun no, nah, let's just do the party. Forget the forget working out. I just want to do the party. I want to eat cheese curds and burgers. You're and right. Enjoy the last year in Madison. It's all I, I want agree. To. I agree. You're right. All right, dude. Good times. Appreciate it. Um, anything? Do we have anything else we wanted to cover? I think we got it all. I think that's about it. Um, uh, yeah. All that's right. We'll, we'll be back next Monday. Uh, everyone, send us videos. You guys want us to look at some videos? I'd love to do some more of that. And. Uh, we're like 25 days out from the open. So we'll do some more open prep next week and talk about what we think is coming up and hope get you ready and good stuff. All right. All right. right, For everyone listening, we appreciate you guys joining. We'll catch up with you guys next Monday. Peace.